This week, we talk about bad rebrands, bad casting decisions, but wonderful, fantastic designer custom vaginas. You are listening to the Fake Outrage Report. <laughs> Welcome to the Fake Outrage Reports, where we vaccinate the masses against fake outrage. Yes. Uh, we are back for the least important debate show on the internet. My name is Sandeep Sen. With me, as always, the vaxxed and employed Phil Causey. Yes, I'm back at work now. Uh, I've been working, and i got to say, I enjoyed my uh, 14 months of not working. And I, I'm not saying I, I'm, I hate work or I'm like an anti-work person, but I definitely miss not having to worry about having any schedule ever. Like, being able to say yes to people, no matter what they were asking for a whole year, was kind of awesome, you know? So it's like, never have to be like, oh, sorry, can't do that. And especially with me, because I usually work weekends, so, like, I've, I've had to say no to people throughout my life a lot when they invite me to something awesome on a Saturday. But uh, for a whole year, I got to do some socially distanced things with people, and uh, I'm already missing it. Anyway, that's my general feeling on that. I, you're, you're already, like... You're already like, man, I really like it when I can do something on a Saturday. This is like yeah. two weeks after you started working. Yeah, it's like then. less than a month in. I'm like, wow, I have a fucking day off on a Saturday. Today is Saturday, May 22nd, by the way, is our recording date. Yeah, I really am already like, man, I want to have no job again. And it's been, like like you said, three weeks. So, you know, Sonny, you, you normally have uh, weekends off, and you normally work from home. You're like on the complete opposite spectrum that I'm on, usually, right? That's right. That's right. Sandeep yeah. has this fucking job where he doesn't even put pants on half the time. I, I, I'm, I'm really jealous that you get to do the Zoom work like all my other office friends have the last year. I want to I do that. I want that, that office job. That's right. That involves not putting pants on. I, there, we have, you, there are so many tech jobs. I know. Yeah. I'm going to have to learn. I have to learn how to be fucking become a tech bro. You think I could pull off tech, bro? Um, I mean, you have the, uh, you have the requisite I have the characteristics. Bro characteristics. I don't know about the tech part. Right, we'll that's, the only, that. that's the only part. But we'll, I think they would accept you as their own. <laughs> it would be a slight initiation process. Anyway, uh, speaking of people who go through a lot being accepted into their own, welcome back to the show, Margot Reese. Hello, how are you today? Thank you, thank you. I'm doing great. Thanks again for you having me on again. I think it's been like three years since the last time I did y'all's podcast. It's when the hell was that, like 2018? I don't know. But yeah, I, it's been at least two years for sure. I mean, last year our guest list was a little bit off just because we were doing everything over Zoom and we we're only doing it like once or twice a month. Uh, but yeah, no, you've been through a lot. No, well, tell me about... Uh, how have you been, Margot Reese? I want to know, because you're, you're obviously one of the more... If we're going to power rank my most interesting friends, you're probably in the top 15, top 20 for sure. So what have you been up to? How was your, uh, your 13 months off? That is the most loaded fucking question I've ever been asked. No, okay. I've... Uh, okay, again, because I know we were talking before we yeah. started recording, but I'll, I'll yeah. give our audience a quick rundown of what I've been through since COVID. Mm -hmm. um, okay, I've had breast augmentation. I've had okay. body contouring done. Uh, I got PTSD from an ex. I lost okay. my job and my apartment simultaneously. Okay. So I was homeless for about seven months. So I was crashing on one friend's couch for three months, had a nervous breakdown, went, uh, checked myself into a psych ward at Bellevue. I was in with the fucking criminals. That was great. I was there for a week. Uh, and then I was in a halfway home for a month. Then on another friend's couch for another three months, and then I eventually got my job back and started climbing out of the hole that I was in. So the true face I've of America, right there. Hell yeah! And yeah. I never left New York. I didn't fucking puss out like some people and went to like I don't know, 
you know, Myrtle Beach or wherever you, you, their parents live. You could just say Connecticut. I, I, it's fine. All right. That's what I did. I fucking took off for eight months. I'm not apologizing. I don't regret it. It was awesome. I spent a whole summer driving around in my dad's convertible, going jogging in the woods, playing video games. Okay. I, I absolutely, I will never apologize for my 2020. But I, I, I feel, I feel for, <laughs> I feel for you because you had a, a rough year like many people. Because mm-hmm. that story, minus the breast augmentation part, um, that's a common story that a lot of people, I think, had last year. Because we knew, I mean, everyone in this country knows at least a half dozen friends that lost their job. And at least one <laughs> And wound up in got, Bellevue? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, I mean, there is that part, but a lot of people did have to move. A lot of people did have to kind of consolidate their, their housing situation. That sort of... Sandeep didn't. Sandeep sat in his fucking ivory luxury tower this whole time. Yeah. Well, why why didn't you leave New York? I mean, it seems like if there was someone, if there was a time where maybe you should have left New York. I mean, I don't, yeah. I, I, I just saw that as death, quite honestly. I mean, I, I could have gone home to my parents, but like they were so freaked out about COVID and, you know, the vaccine wasn't out by then. And yeah, I know they would have made me quarantine somewhere, but like that would have been me giving up on New York, my dream and everything. Okay. Cause I moved mm-hmm. here in October, 2009. I've been here a long ass time and I've been All here right. completely on my own. I made it on my own. And, you know, when you reach this point where it's like everything you've gone through has been proven wrong and you're you reach a brick wall what do you do and i had to i i plowed through it i just survived that's all i could do and i i survived and now i'm thriving i got my own apartment um i mean it's a it's a dump i live in the basement of a home of a multi-generational greek family in astoria they're nice enough but um <laughs> it's a it's a it's hell of a story of it's you by the way very astoria yeah. but it's a lot <laughs> It's a lot better than I was six months ago at Bellevue. It's a lot better than I was three months ago on my friend's couch. It was a lot better than I was two months ago when I was in some bullshit room with no windows or anything like that in Crown Heights. So stick it out. I mean, this is a true New Yorker. This is a true New Yorker's grit. I was going to say you earned it. I definitely because there's a lot of people saying, Sandy, and this is just a theory I have, and this might insult some people, not really directed at you, Margo, but there's a lot of people who I think during the, the pandemic when there was sort of that New York exodus around like April, May of last year, I think there's a lot of people who they try to claim like they, they got here in the last two or three years from either Ohio or Nebraska or Iowa or one of those states. And then they stayed in New York, not because they're like badass New Yorkers, but just because they couldn't afford to go anywhere else. But then now that it's on the other side, they're like, yeah, see, I stayed the whole time because I'm more of a New Yorker than your dumbass Northeast Connecticut ass bitch. And even though it's like they just couldn't afford it because they're a dumb hipster who moved here from the Midwest and couldn't like if they had the option they absolutely would have gone but they couldn't but now that they're on the other side they try to act like it's this badass thing is that a thing you've been noticing lately uh, you know what i gotta i gotta give it to people who did who stayed here how, how do you how, it's easier yeah. to if you can't afford you can usually afford to leave new york because it's then you just well not really like one fourth of not what really because a lot of people here's the thing back then if you were one of those people who like really thought the world was ending and you didn't want to get on a train or a bus somewhere or or it wasn't running. So the only option you have is to either walk out, which that's not going to happen, or to rent a car, which, you know, some people don't have a couple of hundred extra dollars that they can just leave. And also, too, you have to find find somewhere to go. Because if you don't have any relatives in the Northeast, you'd have to find, like, an Airbnb or a hotel, and those get expensive real fucking quick. Mm -hmm. And so, but there are a lot of people who did just get an Airbnb with their girlfriend or boyfriend somewhere upstate or in Pennsylvania and spend six fucking months there. 
You know what I mean? But then there are some people who couldn't afford to, and they're trying to claim, like, yeah, I totally could have done that, even though they couldn't have, but, like, I didn't, because I'm a New Yorker. Like, it's like, dude, you got here last year from fucking, you know, like I said, Nebraska. I mean, it's a story as old as time. It's the punks versus the posers. It, it is. That's it's all it is. It's just the next version, uh, iteration of that story. Yes, it is. No, it's, just, it's one of those things where someone who, like, I've been here, I got here just after you did, Mark. I was here in uh, July 2010s when I moved here. Okay. And then I left for eight months last year, but it's like some guy from Milwaukee who came here in, uh, you know, November in 2019 doesn't get to tell me he's more of a New Yorker because he sat in his apartment for eight extra months and didn't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, you know, this is people have to post some shit about themselves yeah, on the on yeah. Facebook and on the gram. So they have to just they this so is I'm what saying. they come up with. You know? Yeah, you no, know, they just, have to self inflate their own lives right. and they have to make it bigger than it really is. And you know, I get that because everyone needs meaning in their lives, but at the same time, I'm better than them. I have no problem saying that to their face. Oh no, you're, you're definitely yeah, not the poser. You're no. of all the of all the people. Oh no, I'm story. I'm not new to this. I'm true to this bitch. I'm gonna get my first tattoo. It's gonna be made in new york right on my ass oh no i'm i'm into it i think that's uh yeah you got the bad most badass quarantine story i've heard thus far of people i've talked to now let's get into uh our actual stories now you for those of you who don't know margo margo is uh you are a t yeah, yeah I'm, I'm one of the trainees i'm one of the i'm one of the alphabet people i'm right? a trans yeah yes trans woman and so, you know, when we have a topic that covers that, we don't, that's one of those things you can't just book a straight white guy for. You have to have an opinion that has representation and has some skin in the game. Sure. You know? So, Sandeep, I know you have a story that involves the alphabet folk community. Yes? Yes, that's right. Okay. Uh, this really is- quickly, before we get into it, yes. do you, do, when you find these articles, do you literally just Google, yes. like, Google News and yes. search the word outrage? Yes. That's, that's exactly, exactly what, what we, we do. do. Oh, I fucking nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Oh, no. You're like the eighth person to call that out. Here's the thing. The reason, the whole point of the show is to make fun of the fact that people are trying to, like, you know, take the word outrage and push it on others. Like, a lot of this is just bad journalism that Mm -hmm. we're making fun of. Okay. That's the whole point of this show is, like, is this really a fucking outrage? Like, really? You use that word to describe, you know, whatever topic we're talking about, which in this case is uh, something with to do with the casting community or acting community, Sandeep? Yes. This is stories out of Italy where a transgender female, where transgender female actor Laverne Cox's voice was dubbed by a male. Uh, so this is in the movie Promising Young Woman, which was nominated this year for uh, the Oscar. Uh, Lost Haven't to Nomadland. Now, so the the trans it was a, the translated version. So this is like the Italian or Spanish version of the movie. Is yeah, you know when they go to a dude, yeah, to yeah. Europe, they'll they put, like export you know American media. Like they have it. to have yeah. dub it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm just making sure I'm correct on. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So one of the characters in the movie is Laverne Cox. Um, mm-hmm. One of the actresses in the movie is Laverne Cox, and she played I what is it Gail or something like that, some coffee shop owner. Or yeah, whatever. I saw this movie. I didn't. I, I think this is a good question, but I thought she was just playing a woman. I thought the character is just female, but yeah, I'm not I mean, sure. I, I don't know. They don't reference her transgender. Well, Laverne Cox is an identified female, right? That's well. I mean, she's yes. a trans woman, yes, but like okay. you know, she's she's just a woman. I mean, this right. is like a, that's a subsect female. of you know womanhood yes. and stuff yes. like that. That's all okay. that is. I, but I, I don't even think she plays 100%. like a post-op trans woman in the movie. I think because it's irrelevant. It doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. So I and so it's, I think this makes the outrage even more weird because it's not like. He was even playing a trans woman. Where, where's all the woman? woke kids to be like, how come you didn't get a cis woman to play a cis woman, you fucking woman-hitting Nazi? Where are those people? No, the woke, Where are they? No, that's not what a woke kid would say. I, well, I think you can play the... I think they wouldn't be angry at the cis. Yeah, playing the cis. No, I, I'm just I'm just making a point of... Oh, yes, they should. We talked yes. about hey, last week how, the, how they do... They, they, they segment everyone's casting right. decisions now based on uh, whatever someone identifies as. You know? 
They should. It never, you know, you it should, never goes in reverse. Yes. You know? Suddenly we should we should tell them. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's exactly us us uh cis men should tell some should some tell Brooklyn them. white women. We should mansplain casting to them. I'm sure they'd fucking love that. All right. Uh, anyway, keep going. Sorry. So the 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 character Laverne Cox plays uh in the movie in the Italian dub version the voice was male. <laughs> they used a man. And uh Oh boy. Yeah, I can they, see where this they, is going. Oof. Yeah. So outrage uh right. Italian trans voice actor Vic- Vittoria Shisano said, I think this dubbing choice was straight up vi- act of violence. It's insulting. I'd feel bullied if I were Cox. Cox got famous for her role in Orange is the New Black, and her voice was also dubbed by a male in, in the Italian version of that as well. So, okay. And in Spain and Germany, Cox's voice was also played by a male in this movie. So, okay. So the character in the movie is, is a, a woman, yes? Yeah. Or cis, well, I don't, you know. I mean, it, honestly, it like, as far there. as the character goes in the movie, like before we get into like the, the voice dubbing issue itself, yeah. I mean... It doesn't matter if the person was cis or trans, whoever yeah. Laverne Cox was playing. You're just yeah. paying a coffee shop owner. Yeah. Like, that's it. It yeah. really doesn't matter. It could be. Also, I'm pretty sure her ethnicity does not matter at all, but it's still a black woman as a coffee shop owner. Did you know they, what I did mean? Did they get like a soulful black man voice to dub it? Because that would have been pretty funny if they had like a. I didn't you know, hear the voice. I don't think there are black people Welcome in Italy. To the coffee I'm just throwing shop, that out girl. there. You know, that, that yeah. kind of thing. But the thing is, they <laughs> even have a trans woman who who does voiceovers because Vic- Vittoria Shisano she played Cox in some other roles um, in, in in Italy I forgot what she played okay but yes so but they they passed her you, over you forgot Sandeep because you had it before <laughs> you just you haven't quite brushed up on your uh, I didn't, Italian I, IMDB fucking page of <laughs> I read Lately. it somewhere, and now I'm not sure. What, but yeah, she. But then she, they passed her over to put to to have the voice of a man in this in this particular role. Okay, so she was pretty pissed off as well. Uh, yeah, this is weird because it's one of those things where it just feels like the people that did the casting decision when they were casting the uh, voiceover actor, it's like they went out of their way to be dicks. That's kind of what it feels like to me. They a really bit. did. It, yeah. But the, what the issue is, it's like okay, I think it's like. First off, Laverne Cox does not come off as mannish at all. Her voice is very passing. She's passing in, you know, physically. When you just look at her on the street, you don't look and say, "Oh, that person used to be a man" or anything like that. You're just like, "Oh, there's, I guess, there's they a do woman." In Italy, like- some people in Italy are are doing that. Um, it's it just it's weird, but like me. Laverne Cox herself does not come off no, as not mannish or something like that. So when the casting director made that call to like hire a cis man to voice her. That's it's it's insulting. It's incredibly insulting because she doesn't even have a deep mannish voice. Period. Yeah. It, well, cause then the thing that's interesting too is that, and you definitely make a good point about that because if you just looked at her, you wouldn't you wouldn't that wouldn't register. Um, and I've never watched Orange Is the New Black. I've only seen pictures of this person. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I and not to sound like a dick, but like sometimes in in, in New York, there's a lot of people who are trans. Sometimes sure. you can identify them pretty easily, especially if they're early on in their transitional period. Also, like, you don't she's... even fucking know because there's plenty of cis women who have mannish characteristics as well. You yes. may, you may think you're clocking someone. You don't even know if you're right unless they fucking tell you. Yes, exactly. No, hundred percent. Well, the other thing too that I think is weird is that. 
you know, when you think Hollywood, you think movies, you think casting, you usually think like super woke, super liberal, super left, all this stuff. Um, but yet, when it comes to the foreign voiceovering uh, auditions, there's someone who apparently has enough of an issue with this character being a trans woman that they went out of their way to cast dudes to play the dub. Well, Where, this is in Hollywood. This is, in fairness, this is uni- But that's what I mean, like though. Italian that's Hollywood. what I'm saying, is right. that the Italian movie world apparently is has much different ideology than the American movie. Because if they fucking did this in American Hollywood, this would be... Pro- possibly a national news story. Or oh, yeah. It would definitely not, get like a blurb on like, you know, Nightline News it, or whatever. It'd be a, it, yeah, it'd, it'd be a, for sure a story on on um, like People Magazine. There'd be a lot going on with that mm-hmm. for sure. And so it was in foreign countries. It I guess they're not quite there yet. That's kind of what, what I noticed about that is because that you yeah. couldn't get away with that in America. But they're getting there. So now they've, yeah. they've since they highlighted this, they um, are taking that character out. They're putting in a female voice and they're moving back to release date in Italy. And a spokesman for Universal Pictures International said, we are deeply grateful to Laverne and the transgender community for opening our eyes to a bias that neither we nor many in our industry had recognized. While there was no malicious intent behind this mistake, we are working diligently to fix it. We've been redubbing Miss Kyle. This guy is really like, please don't, don't... Don't put oh, the yeah. hours yeah, on because me. They no, know, I got um, it. I they got know it. they fucked up yeah, on yeah. a uncle, major uncle. level. <laughs> they they mad fucked up. For we are sorry sure. for the pain caused and thankful we can address the situation in film and prevent similar mistakes from happening against future projects. We got it. We got it. Twitter that, universe, that dude please. sounds like he wrote that in fucking Twitter note with a gun to his head and it's amazing. That, that fucking, he's just sitting there like, I'm going to lose my fucking job. I'm going to lose my fucking house. Like he's just freaking the fuck out like. Again, I just can't believe that any major movie company would sign off on casting something like that in this modern era that we're in. Well, there is an instance in Hollywood, and goddamn, I can't remember the actress's name, but she was a a trans actress. I want to say either in the... I I just read about it. I can't remember. It was either in the 50s or the 80s, but she was on TV, had a perfectly normal like woman's voice. They digitally lowered her voice... (laughs) several octaves crazy. because there's like this bias it's like oh if this is a trans person they can only be trans if they have like some sort of like uh, overt mannish quality and like this actress was watching what they did to her voice in like shock it's like how could you fucking do this you did this intentionally because it's like trans people are only trans unless it's like clear that they used to be a man or some bullshit like that and it's insulting as Fuck, quite honestly. Yeah, because I was just thinking, put, you know, put yourself in those shoes. If you had a role in a movie where you're playing some sort of character and it was just, you know, playing a woman, and then they dubbed you over as a man, you'd be pretty fucking pissed. I'd my, be hella pissed. Yeah, you'd be livid, for sure. For certain. And the other thing, too, about this, or one of the other things, because there's a lot to unpack here, is, you know, I try to put myself in the 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 I, or mindset of, like, say I am... In Italian, I don't know if this is an R-rated movie or not, or whatever the case is, but say you're an Italian kid, and you don't know this actress, you don't know this Laverne Cox actress, and you start watching this movie, and you're watching the dub version because you don't speak English, and the voiceover is in a very deep uh, voice, you're sitting there, and you now you have to be like, Mommy, why does that woman have a super deep voice? Right. And then now the mom has to explain, like... Oh, uh, that actress, you know, uh, it was a biologically assigned man that became a woman, so I guess they casted it as a man. And it would actually, it would take you out of the story of the movie, would it not? So it actually, this casting, not only is it, like, insulting to uh, the T community, but it also is a bad storytelling decision in terms from a pure filmmaking perspective. Yeah, absolutely, because I'm pretty sure her gender identity 
does not come into play. I, again, I have not seen Promising Young Woman at all. I really don't know what the plot is. Pretty sure her, you know, gender identity, sexual identity aren't really focused on at all. It's just Laverne Cox playing a role. And then yeah. it's like they went out of their way to make her more mannish than she is. And it's like, that's insulting. That was, that'd be insulting if you did it to a cis woman, you know? Like, why would you do that to a trans woman? Yeah, no, 100%. Because you're, like you said, they went out of their way to do it. Because that means that there, there was a casting decision. There was there were at least a few people in an office who, in Italian, were like, we need to find someone to play the dub. And then someone was like, oh, I have this No, person. it'd be more like, no, we need someone to do this a trend. And <laughs> who are we going to do? It's a man in a dress, so we're going to get a man. And like, that's that's probably what they were thinking, because they're yeah. not like, I mean, yeah. God knows, I, I, I've never been to fucking Italy. I don't know what's going on in Universal Italy divisions, <laughs> like mine, but like, that's probably what they were going through or something similar to but, that. You know, the thing is, is so how many people had to sign off on this? And th- that means that someone at some point who was a higher up had to either sign off on it or possibly veto someone else's lower decision of having a woman do the voiceover. Like, there's a possibility that. There, you know, were a bunch of people who were like, "Hey, we have this woman to play this, uh, you know, voiceover. She's great. She sounds kind of like, uh, kind of like Laverne does, but she speaks Italian." And the boss is like, "No, we're getting a dude. Fuck you." But, I mean, honestly, and then he did it twice because it was for two different versions. I think a lot of it has to do with like cultural stuff. Again, I've never been to Italy, so I don't know what their culture is and how, like, yeah. s- as a whole, they are receptive to the trans community. But like, there are examples in media where. You know, you have a product of one country being exported to another country, and that and that second country has to change that media to fit their cultural narrative. An example would be Sailor Moon, because Sailor Moon, I, I've never watched, but I'm very... It's familiar. like an anime or something. It's an anime right? from okay. Japan, yeah. where they dealt with a lot of lesbian issues, a lot of gender-bending kind of stuff, and it had to be, like, characters were changed in the American dubs from, like these women who look kind of like who are like kind of dressing as dudes to like oh no they're just like effeminate dudes that you know they're not lesbians at all like that's why they're kissing and stuff like that but like you know in japan they were cool with it but in american audiences in the 90s oh no we can't have that being shown to our children and stuff like that so again i think it was like um a reflection of the culture of that time so in, in this case it'd be italy doing what they thought was cool but is clearly not cool um so i hope they you know catch up and shit like that yeah uh and again i don't know i agree i don't know where where they are on the spectrum so to speak i i believe they're a slightly more right-leaning country than america which is hard to pull off um but yeah i I think you're right they 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 probably thought they were doing they either thought they were doing it right or they went out of their way to be dicks there's the 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 full range of possibilities is either to bad there's no like good part of this it's right. only it like i said it ranges from ignorant to just insulting it's a, it, was, it. That's it was so range. stupid especially because i've seen trans women from italy all first off i'm gonna say italian people are very gorgeous on average on are. oh my god they are beautiful people and trans women from italy the ones at least that i've seen on transtagram gorgeous you wouldn't even fucking clock them at all they are fucking models they are beautiful and it's like why would you go out of your way to be like oh these used to be men or like oh they're clearly men in drag or whatever like that's it's insulting and it's a reflection of like the fucking idiot who casted the man as you know liver and cox's voice Sandy, if you and I have the same question, go ahead and ask it. So there is a transgram, or is that? <laughs> oh God! That just, I, <laughs> I can tell right away. I'm like, wait, okay. what the fuck? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm just talking about like you know 
as far as the hashtags that I follow oh, and oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm sorry. That was a little personal vernacular like a, for me. You no, know, it's, it's like the hashtag <laughs> dogs of Instagram or hashtag, you know, pasta of it, whatever it is. Yeah, there's so that. if you hashtag, there, is there a transgram? Is that a hashtag? Not transgram. That's like my own little comedic spin on it. But there's like trans women of Instagram. There's just trans girl. There's trans woman. There's like, you know, trans is beautiful. All that. I like that's all. Whenever I post shit on Instagram, that's all I post. My feed is nothing but comedic bullshit and trans women like that is it there's no middle ground oh and bodega cats of instagram i like that account but yes. like other than that yes fucking like i don't look at food porn like i'm sure like if um for example uh like because i watch a lot of cooking shows and stuff like that when they talk about like when chefs talk about instagram they're just talking about food porn food porn and people like Hashtag taking pictures porn. of their food at restaurants like that's all their feed is and I think it would be a really interesting experience or experiment if I just if I borrowed your phone, for example, and went through your Instagram account and just see what your feed was comprised of. It'd be radically different from what mine would be, and it would be different from yours. And it's like we're getting different experiences from this uh, app. Oh yeah, but no, like, my feed is mostly just comedy shows that I'm not booked on and women who aren't having sex with me. That that's basically my entire Instagram feed. So mine I mean, is but, mine is comedy shows that I'm not getting booked on. Yeah. I never I never on Instagram, so it's always just comics that i'm following or yeah all right well fair fair enough uh as far as the outrage goes in this one i think we pretty much all tipped our hand in this i think this is pretty slam dunk legit outrage in this one this is uh somebody somebody got fired for this and for pretty good reason uh all right well it seems like they got it too and they're like all right we this we fucked up and we're not you know we're 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 making it right. We're putting a woman in, and yeah. we got it. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I I saw two articles about it. You sent me one from like May twelfth, and then I saw another one from May thirteenth that was like saying, "Oh yeah, we're sorry." Universal is apologizing and redoing the whole thing. So you know, I think it was like a quick up and down. It happened, and we're moving on, kind of a thing. Yes, and that actually segues well into our next topic for sure. Uh, speaking of. Uh, and entities that have had to walk back their decisions. This next story comes to us from Columbus, Ohio. And uh, are, are you a are you a major league soccer fan, Sandeep? Oh, the biggest. Okay. You, yeah, I go to every game. Uh, do you know what the Chicago team is called? Yeah, the Chicago Sting. Okay. Is uh, it? No. It's called, at least I think it was called the Chicago Fire. Okay. Bro, we used to have a Chicago Sting. Okay. This, okay. You 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 just enlightened me about something. This is about Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. I thought it was Columbia, South Carolina. I, I only glanced at this article. I apologize. So I was like, what the fuck is this? It's like, okay, we'll go into the article so, details. You know, I, I, you know uh, this is, uh, here's the thing. Uh, I wouldn't, exp- you don't seem like the kind of person who watches sports because I've never seen you post about it one time. So I, that's I, legit. That's I was like, Actually, yeah. I am kind of a hockey fan. I will Are say you? that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Go Caps. All right. Are you a fan of Major League Soccer? Not really, no. I, I, I know about a little bit of it because when I was a kid, I played soccer and when when you go to a major like regional tournament, which I, you know, I've been to a bunch, they usually have people there that are marketing MLS to the families that are there. They're either giving away tickets or they're doing some kind of Gatorade promo with MLS. So I've been to a few games when I was super little. Went to the, a bunch of New England Revolution games because we got, you know, group rates and stuff. Because like I said, they're trying to fill the stands. So I know a little bit about it. I know a little bit about the teams. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched an MLS game, but I, I vaguely know about the league. Anyway, one of the uh, founding teams that was there when I was a young kid watching it was the Columbus crew in Columbus, Ohio. And they recently announced that they're going to do a rebrand. They're going to change their name from the Columbus crew to the Columbus SC or Columbus soccer club. 
and their fans were not having it. Their fans were pissed off to the point where they, they were calling for boycotts of uh, the new merch. They were calling for boycotts to attend the games. They had a hashtag, hashtag save the crew. And the funniest part to me is they staged an actual legit in-person protest at the stadium where they just showed up with signs and yelled, much akin to the other protests we've seen in America the last few years. But this was not about politics. This is about saving the uh, nickname for their local soccer team. Yes. They, uh, is it even a nickname or an official name at that point? Well, the n- nickname is, is any team name. That's what they always call it. Um, okay. In any major sport, it's, it's known as like the nickname. Um, but no, like the team in this case, uh, I guess it would be the official nickname. I guess it would be the way you okay. say it. Uh, yeah, but isn't that great though, that people in Ohio have their priorities? Uh, it takes yeah. away from when they give you like numbers of real protests. Because like, then the, the people can be like, yeah, but... Changing a soccer team's name gets like ten thousand people in the protest. So, you know, I wonder. Yeah, they didn't say. How, you have a BLM well, protest of like of like twelve thousand. It's like, yeah, that no, that's it's not that important. It does go to show you what uh, what some people's priorities, though. I think that thought that was very interesting. Is some people are probably sitting there like, I don't really care about the you know other stuff going on in the news, but you fuck with the crew, you fuck with my local team name, and it's going down. We're making a sign. Well, that's the soccer. funny thing about like any sports team. It's tribal is. Fuck. It's oh, fuck super yeah, it tribal. And if you're yeah. like in if you're part of like that crew and that not to ah, not to uh, yeah, 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 ah, yada yada yada. If you're part good. of that group, if you're part of that organization, you feel a part of it. And it's it's a part of who you are and your identity. And also, you know, because again, the rebrand was like soccer club as opposed to just crew, like you're the crew and stuff like that. And I, I get the outrage on that because you know it's lame. what <laughs> It's lame, but like this is okay. This is a horrid, horrid example. I know this ahead of time. I'm going to say this, but the Washington football team, honestly, formerly known as the Washington Redskins. Yeah, I mean, like it's it had to be rebranded because the original name was racist. Crew is not racist. Let's get that out of the way. And but, that's actually that's where my brain went too, Margot. As I thought, like, usually when you see a rebrand of something, and it, it's not limited to sports teams, we've seen. Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben's, a lot of a lot of things have been rebranded in the last five or so years. To wait, they rebranded Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. I didn't. I don't yeah. know this. I don't. Yeah. I, I never they, bought their corn yeah. syrup bullshit L- anyway. Year, but, I think okay. they're called like something Mills now or whatever. It's the same exact syrup, same like color of the logo and everything. But yeah, Aunt Jemima they did away with last year because it. I mean, dude, it was. <laughs> also, can I just say this? Aunt yeah. Jemima is garbage. It's nothing but pure corn syrup. Buy real fucking maple syrup if you're going to eat pancakes. Yeah. So I'm or, just going to throw that out there. Or if you're rural white trash like me, buy Aunt Jemima two for one. Available at your local BJ's and Costco. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah. The anyway. So yeah, there's been a lot of rebranding, and I thought the same thing you did. I was like, wait, is crew offensive now is that like an offensive term that like is that like a slur that i didn't know about you know but no it's just they wanted to rebrand because uh sc and soccer club most soccer teams throughout the world don't actually have nicknames they're just like the barcelona team or whatever you know the you know dc no it's manchester united it's uh liverpool uh, sc or fc or something like that arsenal or whatever they don't have nicknames most of them though it's just the city and then that's the club so they wanted to make it more soccer like and they're in their defense they're not the first mls team to do that like new york new york city the team that plays the yankee stadium Mm -hmm. um they're just nyc fc that's all they are really and so they're not like the Liberty or anything like that? No, or? they don't have the... And, and again, it's a normal thing for specifically that sport. 
And so I get them trying to be more soccer-y, but I also get that their fans were fucking pissed about it. Also, you like, know? soccer is a relentless democracy. It just, like, <laughs> it's just nothing but, like, voting and complaining. It, that's my understanding of it, again, as a complete outsider from this world. Yeah. But I can totally understand when, you know, you're part of the crew and, you know, that's your thing. You're just, like, crew for life or something like that. And then all of a sudden they change it to the, to the soccer club. I would be kind of pissed about it, too. But, again, I don't have a hand in this world. But if I was, if I, if I did have a hand in it and that was like my identity yeah i'd be fucking pissed but this definitely seems like a very insular kind of outrage you know what i mean yeah well it's definitely not important in the grand scheme of most things in the world but as somebody who's like super into sports i get the outrage yeah you know what i mean i get why people are so mad and especially too because we mentioned the word crew is not offensive no, if I mean, you could say squad or group or whatever yeah. or gang. Well, crew in this case, they make it like like a workman crew. Like the logo is like guys in hard hats, like the crew, like the work crew. Honestly, when I heard you know? when I read this article and I saw crew, I thought immediately of rowing like the ro- like it's called crew. Yeah, yeah. OK. Or that. So like that name doesn't need to be changed, though, for cultural update purposes in the way that other things do. Like I in the example of the Redskins or the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> you know, I, I get that. Did I ever tell you about the my, my hometown uh, story about this? About the high school from my, near me? No. Okay, so there is a high school that was my rival high school, but it was also my mom's high school, like 10-minute drive from where I grew up. And they had a team name that was uh, uh, it was called the Red Men, which was just like Redskins. They mm. were like the – which obviously you can tell that's offensive. And they changed the name, but then a bunch of local Republicans were like – Fuck this. And they all ran for local office as that is their campaign platform. Like, we're going to change it back. And then they won and they changed it back. So it, it kind of it, it reminded me of that a little bit. But also it's one of those things where it's like, in one case, you have a, a borderline slur as the name. Another none. It's just the crew. Right, I think they they weren't yeah. changing it for that reason. It seems like they just wanted to rebrand. Yeah, and because like we, we got like our fans are all rednecks, and we got to expand the base. Yeah. And then those fans are like, no, no, you're going to keep it at us. I mean, it, does yeah. American soccer compete on an international level like the same way that like you know, and uh, you have like inter England teams fighting each other in in their divisions, and then all of a sudden you go to like different leagues, and then like you know, it's like Manchester will play amongst you know English teams, but then all of a sudden. They'll also play like Barcelona. They'll also play like I guess Venice. I'm pulling that out of my ass. Well, the, uh, so actually, it's funny you mentioned that soccer recently announced that in Europe they're just going to have a super league mm-hmm. where they take like all the top 15 or 10 teams or whatever it is, and they just play among them regardless of what country they're from. But yeah, there's a multi-tiered league system in a lot of parts of the world where if like you're a shitty team in a soccer league, you get bumped down to the next league. You literally right. get uh, no. As far as MLS goes, uh, American MLS is known as pretty trashy soccer. And it's, from what I can tell, it's mostly just a farm league for either super young players or guys who are too old to play in Europe but still want to play soccer. And get oh, so America, of America's the minor leagues, basically, to the rest of the world soccer. Yeah, and, and it shows when we get to World Cup season, because in my lifetime, in spite of being one of the, the biggest and most powerful countries in the world, America barely ever makes it past the first round. So I, I know that American soccer is generally considered pretty second rate. Uh, although the Columbus crew... American did, men's soccer, American women's soccer. I think oh, we've right. won. Yeah, we've Fucking won. Fucking right. We yeah, won yeah. that shit. Um, but yeah, the uh, by the way, the crew did win the MLS Cup last year, the MLS Championship. Uh, so they're apparently a good Oh, there team. you go. 
They're the flagship franchise. Or one of them. Well, they're one of the founding franchises back in the day. Um, so uh, as far as the outrage goes on this, uh, this is one of the sillier things that I will ever vote legit outrage on, but I'm going legit outrage in this one. I, I completely feel, because Sean Sandeep, if they changed the Chicago Bears next week, you'd be a little bit pissed off, would you not? And they, the crew, they had a cool logo. They do, and they very had a cool, cool. I liked it. I yeah. liked their branding. And then they're they're changing to something sanitized, like the Chicago Columbus team of play, that plays soccer. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, like you said earlier, they just they changed it to make it sound more soccery. And I think that was like it was when unnecessary. Yeah, when you're talking about like a local team from like London or Barcelona or some soccer city, yeah, you want to make it like that. But when you're talking about the Midwest of America, the crew is like cool. They don't want Columbus be a, crew. You got the alliteration. Yeah. They don't want to sound preppy. They don't want to. You know, they want to sound. It's the crew. You know, we're we're working hard, working men and women. It's America. You know, also, well, that's I mean, not their accent, but still. Also, I think it's the difference between you know America and European American sports and European sports. Where American sports, you know, we have the we have the Vikings, we have the Caps, yeah. we have the, we have the nouns. Whereas um, in Europe, it's really more reflective of just like the city. You yeah, know what I mean? It's more. It's yeah. It's, it's much more linked in with civic pride, even more than it is here. For yeah, sure. Yeah. To be fair, it's still tribalistic as fuck, and it's, people. That's why I enjoy. That's why I like sports. I like going to sports bars or stadiums and dressing up in the same color as people and getting drunk and screaming things. I, I, it's fun. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. It's so you know, animalistic and so primal. Completely. It's so primal. Bro- it's, it's so broy, but like whatever. I'm into it. All right. It's my stupid. Um, so I know Sandeep's into that too, but uh, no. And, <laughs> by the way, but, like I understand from an outside perspective why you'd think it's stupid because it totally fucking is. Right? Like you're not wrong about any of that. Um, but yeah, legit outrage in this one, Sandeep. How do you feel? Yeah, sure, legit outrage. Okay. I like the Columbus Crew. Yes. All right, Margarita. I think it's legit. I there mean, if go. I was if I was a soccer fan, if I was part of the Crew Nation, I'd be fucking pissed. Yes, there it is. Um, all right, so. Three for three on that one. And now we get to the part of the show where we end up always by asking our guest, Margot Reese, is there anything that you are currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on? Honestly, I'm in like a really good track in my life, quite honestly. I mean, like I, I know I described everything that I was going through through pandemic, but like I'm, you know, I'm I'm stopped smoking, I'm working out consistently, I got my own apartment, I'm I got a track to where I'm going to, you know, face, you know, my get surgery next year. And I feel like fucking whole for the first time. So like, no, I'm actually like in a good place right now. I'm not really outraged about anything. Are you outraged that you have to wait another year for your surgery? That's kind of, I mean, I'm kind of, I I want to be booked. I want to get bumped up as much as I can, but there's like prep work. I get rid. I have to like uh, use electrolysis to get rid of all the hair down there. Um, That's a process. I mean, I'm mostly completely clean down there, but like I want them to bump me up. I'm a little pissed off that I have to wait. You know, honestly, from the day I called in for the consultation to the surgery day, it'll be a three-year process. Yeah, okay. And that's the not long even, wait times for that's trans not even, bottom surgery. That's not yes. even taking into account fucking the healing that I have to go through. And then just like the social readjustment period that I'm going to go through afterwards. But like, yeah, that's now, a three-year process. Now, I imagine, too, that's – and correct me if I'm wrong I know – Obviously you know jack this. shit as about a, what I'm going through, a, but okay. Big evil hetero white male. Uh, I imagine it's a fairly rare surgery because it's it's a very small segment of the population that identifies as trans. It's about zero point two percent, and yeah. then about like you know divide that in half because you know there's you know male to female, and then there's female to male. So oh, and you know. then and there's there's a certain because I remember you talked about this last time you were on the show years ago. That like not everyone because in my ignorance I just felt like ah the people that don't want their dicks anymore you know I was kind of in that m- mindset 
Now, of the people who identify, it's an even smaller segment too, because it's people that do want to be post-op, right? Sure, but not you're still talking to do that, right? You're still talking about tens to hundreds of thousands of people in a country of 325 million exactly. people. Exactly. Exactly. So that's the thing. Like, I, f- I feel like it's one of those things because it's it affects or affects is the wrong word. It's demanded by uh, the marked demand for that is such a small part of the population. I feel like it's a very small segment of doctors that ha- that do that surgery, right? So sure. It's, that's absolutely. Kinda, okay. Absolutely. It is kind of, of a specialized thing, but we're in a point now where more and more doctors across the country are, are learning how to do this and go about it. Like, for example, I mean... This is New York City is, you know, is exceptional in this sense because, again, we have a huge trans population here. I'm sure L.A. is also exceptional in that sense. Um, I can tell you the West Coast doctor that I know. I know Marcy Bowers on the West Coast here. We have at least in New York City, there's Dr. Bluebond Lagarder, there's Dr. Avanassian, there's Dr. Pang. Um, The last two work out of Mount Sinai. The uh, Bluebond is out of NYU. I know this shit. But again, there are other doctors across the country that um, are kind of specializing in this because there is a market demand in the population for it. I can't imagine being uh, a trans woman in fucking, I don't know, Tennessee, for example, and then having to go to go through the God knows how many hoops to jump through to get the care that, and, and treatment that I want in Tennessee and have to go through a Tennessee like doctor. It, yeah, because in, in, in what, and I'm not like trying to make a joke, I actually am asking this question. That doctor in Tennessee who is trained to do that particular surgery, how many have they done? That's you another thing. Are you that, the second one? That's another I mean, thing. Like, really, you, that's what I would say. And you want to know who did they train under? What technique are they going to yeah. use? Are they going to go through a pull-through method? Are they going to do completely reconstruct it? Are you going to go to Thailand, for example, and go to Dr. Uh, Suporn? There's a doctor in Thailand who's like a global destination for the surgery. His name's S-U-P-O-R-N. In, in general, by the way, uh, Thailand and a lot of the Asian countries are medical destinations for a lot of different stuff, not oh, just absolutely. that. Because the American healthcare system sucks ass and charges 10 times for fucking everything. God and damn, they have a big trans community. Right? Yeah, no, and it's also like not like a big deal in Thailand, for okay. example. Um, but like, you know, I'm sure there uh, are certain doctors in Canada, for example, like in Montreal. I know mm-hmm. that there are like some doctors there that are very specialized. And like, if you lived in Vancouver on one end of the fucking continent, you had to go all the way to Montreal on the East Coast on the other end to go see like this one doctor just because there's no one in Vancouver who does that. I you know imagine, what I mean? Yeah, I imagine there's no one in Tennessee. I imagine it's like a New York, LA, Miami kind of situation. It kind uh, of is, but even if you had the option, you'd want to come to New York because they've done it enough times before, you know? That I, again, it's it's an individual choice. And mm-hmm. also, who can you afford? Who do you who will take your health insurance? Do you yeah. even have a health insurance plan that will cover it? Did if you consider so going to Thailand? Many, hell no. I don't have a passport, and I'm like, there's plenty of doctors in America that are like top shelf that are that do this. Like they're like the doctor that I'm going to, like uh, she's doing my friend's surgery in September, and she's going to do my other friend's surgery whenever she gets around. She only just came around to actually like saying, yeah, this is what is something that I want. Let's go through the process. So, I mean, we're all going to go. Through, we're all going to have the exact same identical vagina designer vagina through from the Matching same doctor designer vaginas oh yeah and <laughs> will there be like a the, label <laughs> on the lower labia oh yeah no it's gonna have like you know gucci or like couture yeah. written over it or something Hell like yes. that we but only like, get top shelf 
I guess yeah, I, another story. outrage I think I I have is like people who perceive that surgery as just like a gaping wound or like this like this gnar fucking hole or something like that. No, I've oh, it, I it's, a, it's, it's a, a fucking pretty... vagina. It's I I have fucked one myself. It's they're they're just they're just vaginas. It's, I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, yeah, I don't. Again, this is something I've never looked into, but I, I imagine they do a good job of making it aesthetically uh look like aesthetically and functionally yeah. yeah i mean i've seen the interior of one it looks like the same as a woman who's had a hysterectomy all right there we go so designing match your vagina matching designer match designing matching vaginas right there uh, that's a good place to end i think uh, oh yeah that's exactly what we want to fucking end they, on they, okay they, great thank <laughs> you all for listening uh that that was great find me on instagram at phil Causey. uh sandy percent is on there as well um, email us at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com if you have 30 seconds of your life. Give us that five-star review on iTunes. Definitely helps out a lot. Yes, we mean you. Do it right now, damn it. Um, and also, you can find Margot Reese online at... Uh, Instagram at Margoagogo. Yes, there we go. Uh, and before we go, as always, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Uh, I think designer matching vaginas would be a good band name. <laughs> or if we changed our ident our logo, we should just change the designer matching. Just vaginas. matching vaginas. Reports. All right, I'm into it. <laughs> matching vagina report.